Good afternoon. It's 25 minutes to 2 o'clock and you're talking with Jade Robber. Now, the Adelaide Festival, the Adelaide Cabaret Festival kicks off on Friday in just a few more sleeps. I'm very excited by this one. I've been interviewing a few guests in the in the studio and I tell you what, the calibre of talent coming to SA is very, very high. Organisers have done a fantastic job. It's certainly going to be a feast for the senses. I'm joined in the studio now by the executive producer of the Adelaide Cabaret Festival, John Glenn, also Libby O'Donovan, who's a cabaret performer and mentor for cabaret graduates. Also, Peter Luca, the Executive Arts Director for Arts South Australia. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Hi, Jay. Tell you what, the countdown's on. Are we prepared? <laughs> Have you sleepless nights? Are you excited? A lot of, a lot of sleepless nights, absolutely. <laughs> it keeps me awake every time we get this close. But it's 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 a mixture of excitement and a mixture of uh, anticipation as well as uh, wondering if I've got everything ready. So <laughs> You always do. Now, the theme this year is The Tables Are Turning. How does that fit into this year's Cabaret Festival? Um, look, you know, we, we knew a couple of years ago that we had a very nice problem approaching us with Cabaret Festival, and that's that we've got Matilda mm. here, of course, in the Festival Theatre. And the Festival Theatre is usually one of our main stages for Cabaret. We usually have our galas there. We usually have our international headliners there. Um, what a wonderful problem to have, to have one of the greatest musicals Absolutely. of all time here at the moment. But that's uh, obviously made things a little difficult as far as our regular venues are concerned. So we've, I guess the tables are turning is, is people who know the Cabaret Festival are going to experience something very different this year. It's uh, the main festival hub will be over on the Dunstan Playhouse side. We've got mm-hmm. our, our regular winter garden over there. We've got um, the most beautiful Spiegel tent has just appeared um, as if by magic uh, on, oh, the, on the uh, riverbank outside the convention. Is that the one that's at the Fringe? Uh, it's, it has one. been at the Fringe before in the Garden of Earthly Delights. It's called the Magic Mirrors Spiegel Tent. So yes, I do remember seeing that. That's it, stunning. It's a beautiful tent. And we've um, and to stay true to Cabaret, we've decided to use it not like a traditional Spiegel, but in Cabaret mode. So we've got ta- tables and chairs as, as per our normal Cabaret venue. So we can get about 380 people in there. Yeah, right. Um, and so, and also, uh, because we don't have festival theatre, we're going to program, uh, a lot of shows. We've programmed a lot of shows up at Her Majesty's Theatre. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a two-site, almost a three-site, uh, festival this year, and we've got buses connecting Her Majesty's back to the festival hub, so you can still see two or three shows in a night. But, uh, all of our main international headliners are up at Her Majesty's, and then we've got the usual art space and playhouse and space, and then the, the Magic Mirror Spiegel tent this year down at the Festival Hub. It's the largest cabaret festival in the world. What can people expect this year that's been different to previous years? Well, apart from the different site, um, uh, just a reimagining of the way that we, yeah. the way, the way that we flow, and some some wonderful uh, additions this year. We've put uh, the Winter Garden, which used to be over on the Festival Theatre side, our, our, our wonderful eateries area where we showcase great South Australian food providers. We're putting out on the river deck overlooking the river. We've got a oh, beautiful, a beautiful big uh, clear roof, clear wall marquee, so you'll be able to sit out there and and look at the view over the river and over Adelaide Oval while you're eating some wonderful food um we've got our regular fire pits will be down on the bistro deck our piano bar will be inside the bistro this year with trevor jones cooking up a storm on the piano plus we've got some some quirky little shows there's one uh called uh, one suitcase four stories which is a a lovely little intimate show um uh, a lady called Linda Catalano, who's the producer of a show called Briefs, which is part of the festival, and people might know Briefs from um, previous appearances at the Fringe. Mm. Linda also does this wonderful has this wonderful show where 
she talks she's Italian and she talks about the stories of her grandma and how they used to go over when she was a little girl and all the family would go in the back door and all the guests would come through the front door and they'd all, <laughs> right. they'd all go in the back door and into the kitchen and uh, and then cook up a storm and, and uh, cook all of her nonna's recipes. So this this show, um, which is only for about 50 people... Um, oh, the, nice the, and intimate. The, yeah, the audience actually gets to roll past her... Uh, Listen to the mm, stories yum. of yeah. Listen to the stories of um, of her grandmother and and uh, and also an honour yeah. And then also have a three course meal while they listen to some fantastic Italian music. Mm, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. I, I, I think you get antipasto. You get. Uh, uh, a regional lasagna, which is her nonna's recipe, and, yeah. and then for dessert, oh, nice and rustic. R- r- ricotta cannelloni. Just to finish, so. <laughs> Not bad for a cabaret show. So. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, now, the Adelaide Cabaret Festival won the Best Major Arts Festival at the SA Tourism Awards recently. Congratulations with that. That's, that's fantastic. Um, what is it that makes this festival so appealing to people? I mean, it's tough getting rugged up in the winter months and stepping out, but people do. Well, look, this is our 17th year, and I think the wonderful thing about our Cabaret Festival is we've got some rusted-on patrons who love mm-hmm. getting dressed up. Um, you know, we're, we're part of the winter art strategy, and, and, and uh, to have a, a festival that's continued to grow in stature internationally um, is also about the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, Cabaret stars from all around the world now want uh, have a bucket list to come and play Adelaide Cabaret Festival. Um, it's and is getting- that just recently? No, I think I think for a number of years now we've been pre- we've been attracting some of the biggest international headliners mm. um, to our festival, and, and no bigger than people like Alan Cumming and Diane Reeves and Bill Frizzell who are in this year's festival. I mean, it's to have someone of Alan's stature. I mean, Diane Reeves, uh, five-time Grammy Award winner for uh, best jazz vocal, the only um, jazz vocalist to win two jazz, uh, Grammys in a, in a row. Um, you know, just yeah, extraordinary right. the talent we've got. Um, but just going back to the winter thing, I mean, I think people love to, to dress well, to dress stylishly and to, to dress warm to come out to Cabaret Festival. And it's almost unique in, in, in this incredible array of festivals that we have in Adelaide. It's almost unique that people get to really dress up and, and uh, come out for a night out. And the other thing about Cabaret Festival is because each show is sort of 60, 70, 80 metres, uh, minutes long, you can actually see two or three shows in a night and you can string together two, two or three shows. And we have some people who buy, believe it or not, 45 shows across the three weeks because you can come and see two to three shows a night and it's 16 nights of uh, performances. So we have some pretty devoted people like that and that's that's the reputation we have. Well, one thing about the Fringe Festival I loved is, you know, you'd walk the streets and you'd hear all these beautiful accents. People have travelled from far and wide to, to come along. Uh, more and more people travelling you know, from all across the world to come and see the Cabaret Festival? Absolutely. As I say, it's not just a bucket list event for uh, artists. It's now becoming Mm. a bucket list event for um, devoted followers of Cabaret from around the world and and also with um, people from all over Australia. Our our interstate visitation numbers are increasing every year and and I think that's something that uh, SATC certainly recognised as part of our uh, nomination for the award last year is that, you know, we are now... um, getting great support from people interstate and people are coming from all over the world to see us. I understand the Festival Centre has become more involved in creating and commissioning many of the acts in recent years. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, um, our wonderful artistic directors, Ali McGregor and Eddie Perfect, uh, obviously bring um, 
a wide variety of talents to, to their roles. But Eddie, mm. Eddie was particularly interested in us becoming a commissioning festival. And, and we've commissioned works in the past, but this year we've gone all out. And, um, you know, some fantastic shows, uh, Ancient Rain, starring Paul Kelly and Camille O'Sullivan, we co-commissioned that one. We've got a wonderful show called Vigil, starring Christy Whelan-Brown, which has actually been written by Steve Vizard, uh, right. who many people will remember from his wonderful talk show back in the 90s, yeah. and uh, incredible music by uh, this wonderful Melbourne composer, Joe Kindamo. Um, and we're really excited about being the world premiere of that. And then the other one, I guess, is um, this... Uh, I mean, uh, South Australian audiences will be very familiar with Robin Archer. She, mm, uh, I can't wait for this show. No, I know. And, and I think you've, uh, you've spoken to Cam Goodall already, but, mm. the, but um, this incredible show, Sound of Falling Stars, Robin is most famous, I think, for a, a show she did many, many years ago called uh, A Star is Torn, which was the sort 1979. of... 1979. I know, and, and, and the story of uh, of a great female artist who died too young. Mm. She took that over and was a huge smash on, on the West End. Um, so she always said she wanted to come around and write the, the male equivalent, and this is what Sound of Falling Stars is. And 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 a lot of people who, uh, you know, followers of SATC of the Theatre theater Company will know Cam Goodall from many, many productions... He's uh, just an absolute major talent, and he inhabits the uh, the presence of uh, all of these incredible male artists in this show. I'm going to ask you for your top picks very soon, so have a little think about that. But Libby O'Donovan, you're no stranger to the cabaret scene and you act as a mentor now. Tell us a little bit about that role. Yeah, well thanks Jade. When uh, John just said before about it, uh, the Cab Fest being in its 17th year, I thought, oh maybe I've missed a couple, but no. <laughs> My very first Cabaret Festival was in 2000. I can't believe that it's uh, 2017 and that, yes, indeed is 17 years later. Time flies when you're having fun. I know, but I've, I think I've performed in every single one, um, various shows. It's just so amazing. Like John said, it is a go-to festival for any artist across the globe who is involved in cabaret this is the premier festival that they want to be a part of and um also the audiences as john mentioned they all want to come here and see this because it's amazing and one of the things that the cabaret festival does is it loves to nurture fresh new talent so they have great programs for kids who want to come up um, through the cabaret ranks yeah, right. and learn all about the art of cabaret and about how to express themselves on stage. I think as an artist, cabaret is so wonderful because you not only get to perform songs that you love, but you have a unique forum to be able to put across your political views, your mm. personal opinions, things that you believe in passionately, your religious views, anything about gender, race, sexuality, it's all up for grabs when you perform cabaret, unlike musical theatre where you have to do the same thing every night. It's eight, scripted. Eight, eight shows mm. in a row. And then on Monday nights you let loose at some quiet bar down the street. <laughs> the cabaret festival is artists letting loose every single night of the festival and it really is so amazing. So the cabaret graduates... Um, program and the class of cabaret program are two programs that the cabaret festival is very passionate about bringing up young uh, cabaret wannabes really through the ranks and having them mentored by seasoned cabaret artists <laughs> like my young self and experienced uh, yes. experienced so um, young at heart young at heart that's right so i get to basically every week um you know with an intensive period of time maybe a couple of months in advance i get together with the uh the young adults who want to come up in the in the ranks of cabaret and listen to what they've got and help mentor them help 
guide them and direct them on their ways. And I, I guess one of the things that I find really interesting is everyone does has a, have a story. Everyone's got something that they want to say. They don't always know that they want to say it or how to say it. And um, through this amazing medium of cabaret, we get to say to these young people, stretch yourself, push yourself. What do you really think about this? Don't be so safe. If you sing one more Disney song, I'm going to actually have to <laughs> end it all here. But you're going to, you know, let's go. Let's push a bit further and delve into what you really feel about it. And then... How about you go and do it on stage in front of all your peers and family and strangers? That'll be great. And that's how to be cabaret. <laughs> and no longer are you just, you know, appearing on a stage in Adelaide. It's become a world stage. The eyes of the world are now on the cabaret festival, aren't they? This could yes. launch careers. I absolutely agree. And I know from personal experience I've had uh, people come into my shows before who have been, you know, stellar, long-standing New York performers and, you know, I've been given opportunities through the Cabaret to Festival to perform with people like Jason Robert Brown and Andrew Lipper and Mark Nadler and these amazing names that have... Uh, Anne Hampton Calloway, you know, these, these names that have been working in the genre for years and years mm. and years and through... The Cabaret Festival that started in little old Adelaide, here are these international stars coming up and seeing these young performers and older performers, any performer, and saying, hey, I love what you do, let's share some ideas or do you want to come on my stage or when you're in New York next, you know, ring me up, let's do something together. And it really is um, forming a global cabaret community. Libby, you're an Adelaide girl. You've travelled around, you know, doing jazz, cabaret. Coming back here, what are you most proud of? I guess I'm really proud that Adelaide is not a city that has a tall poppy syndrome. It's yeah. a city that nurtures our, our local artists. It's a city that embraces anyone's um, anyone's uh, success. Mm -hmm. And it's a city that will support that. You'll notice in the Cabaret Festival, any South Australian-based artist that performs gets a full house absolutely every time because we have an amazing uh, loyalty to our own people here, but also we, we have this this great understanding that we're proud, you know. We're proud to be presenting this world-class festival and the biggest and the best of its kind in the world and we're proud as Adelaideans to be doing that. So we're proud to perform in it, we're proud to go to it, we're proud to support it. I'm going to ask you to warm up your vocal cords. Right, We're going to go to a quick ad break, but stay with us because Libby is going to perform a little bit of unplugged Adelaide Cabaret Festival in the studio. We'll be back shortly. Good afternoon. It's seven minutes until two o'clock and you're chatting with Jade Robran. The Adelaide Cabaret Festival kicks off on Friday night and I'm joined in the studio now by Libby O'Donovan, who is a cabaret performer and also the mentor for Cabaret Graduates Program. She's going to sing a little song, a little taste of uh, what's to come at the Cabaret Festival. What are you going to sing for us? I'm going to sing a song called No One Tells My Darling What To Do. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Take it away. The fat man made a promise He said I can't help you out He said put your hand in mine and we'll be here for a time and you'll never have no reason to doubt then he started taking money And doing things that made her hurt and Then he told her what to do And she said, hey man, we're through So the only thing he eats now is dirt Cause no one tells my darling what to do No 
short man made her smile. He said, Can I come in for a while? So she let the short man in and he entered with a grin. He said, I'll show you the wrong from the right. But he never took a shower. He started staying out telling lies. And then he told her what to do. And she said, Hey, man, we're through. Now he's in the paddock covered in flies. Cause no one tells my darling what to do. No one tells my darling what to do. If you try to tell my darling the same. She let the short man in and he entered with a grin. He said, I'll show you the wrong from the right. But he started acting angry. He started acting strange. And then he told her what to do. And she said, hey, man, we're through. Now his shiny head has been rearranged. Donovan, thank you very much for performing that. Thank you. Do you have a pick of the festival? Oh, it's so hard to pick just one. I I am really looking forward to seeing Sirens, which is a um, three uh, amazing cabaret music theatre stars performing works of Cy Coleman. Also, Meow Meow, who's a cabaret favourite for years and years. She's just incredible. And uh, Dilly Keane, who's um, one of the best comic cabaret writers you'll ever hear who was in Fascinating Aida, well, still is in Fascinating Aida, yeah. which is a wonderful trio. Uh, she's coming out here on her own. I can't wait to see that either. Libby, thank you very much. You. Peter Luca, Arts South Australia Executive Director, welcome. I wanted to Thanks, ask Ray. you, what is Made in Adelaide? Well, Made in Adelaide, what you've heard um, here, it's spoken about the Cabaret Festival, we've spoken about the Fringe Festival, the Adelaide Festival... There are so many amazing world-class festivals in Adelaide mm. and the biggest, mar- biggest marketplace in the world for festivals is Edinburgh. Edinburgh has the most preeminent and largest festival and fringe in the world. Um, they sell uh, well in excess of 2 million tickets Goodness. to their event in Edinburgh and Made in Adelaide is a platform where we take Adelaide artists, producers um, and uh ambassadors to edinburgh Mm -hmm. we basically put adelaide on on the world stage in edinburgh uh last year we had over 90 uh performers artists and delegates we were based in a place called summer hall Mm -hmm. and um we basically put on uh, a couple of showcases so a cabaret showcase and a contemporary music showcase and it's basically a, a huge marketing exercise but also an opportunity for artists to do what they do best which is really market and present um, the very best of Adelaide talent uh, in in the UK 
and um, basically that provides lots of opportunities, not just to promote Adelaide as a destination, but um, huge opportunities to do uh, what we call in in our trade tours. Uh, we had lots of artists sell shows, uh, had investment opportunities. Some of our uh, over 27 of the acts that we were part of the Made in Adelaide program sold more shows to other producers in other countries. There were investment and development opportunities. So there's a direct economic return back to yeah, sure. South Australia through this. But it also creates work for our amazing talented artists because um, while we love the world coming to, to see some of the best festivals in the world, like the Cabaret Festival, um, it's a great opportunity for those artists to then use that as a platform to travel abroad and to create bigger and better audiences in the performing arts. So, And, Peter, you were there last year, heading over again this year. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's very, very early days, but are you already starting to see some success stories from that? We are, and um, this year we've started a new, uh, a new component to it, which is we're going to be focusing on film. Oh. So uh, there's going to be a series of South Australian films screened at an art house cinema in Edinburgh. Uh, we've introduced the Maiden Adelaide Award, which was awarded at the Fringe Festival this year. All right, who won that? Uh, Joanne Hartstone with the girl who jumped off the Hollywood sign. So <laughs> um, it's it's going to be an amazing opportunity to continue to grow. Um, we really see the the opportunities that Alan Cummings has been mentioned in terms of Cabaret Festival. Well, he performed at the Edinburgh Festival. That's the kind of stature and regard that people have for Adelaide, um, that this is a place they want to perform. It's a place where uh, we want to continue to build those links and provide even more opportunities um, for what we call access to market. So opportunities for our artists to um, continue to tour and put on their work abroad and to have the major producers in the world making investments into their shows and into their careers as, as artists. And the, the, the dividends keep on coming back to South Australia through that. Peter, Libby, John, thank you very much for your time. Good luck for the festival. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks thank very you. much. We're going to head into the newsroom. You're listening to 5AA with Jade Robran.